You only get into, out of the game what you put into it, Shelley. Mm-hmm. And I put everything into it I could and still do for the people and for the people that I was playing for and the people that I was manager for. I didn't cheat them out of anything. So I put all my heart and soul to the extent that my family suffered. Do you yeah. regret that at all? Oh, yeah, I regret, oh, I regret it very much, yeah. Somebody said the football's a matter of life and death to you. I said, listen, it's more important than that. You are listening to Man Marking, the podcast that uses football as a vehicle to encourage men to become more comfortable talking about their mental health. Welcome to the Friday Football Show. Today is Friday the 3rd of December. It's getting cold, it's getting frosty, but in here it is lovely and warm with my two pals. It's Ryan and it's Ant and we're having a great time and it's the Friday fucking football show. How are we boys? Good mate, sorry, Pop's just watching me put the lottery on for Friday. I've done that typically British thing. It's 110 million this this week, so it's worth my time. Yeah. Like I'll turn down 15 million or whatever it was last week. It, yeah. I mean, it's just that it's on his iPad and it's absolutely massive, the <laughs> font. <laughs> <laughs> it's so big. The Jose font. Proper Never massive. Never seen £110 million pound look bigger. I mean, the thing is... Wait till I give you a tenner, will not it? <laughs> a whole tenner? Yeah. yeah. That's generous of you, isn't it, right? It'd be it all right, How are we both? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad, mate. I'm not bad. And how are you? Yeah, fine, yeah. Good. Okay. You, uh, you've brought round some uh, homemade mince pies, which... <laughs> we I, haven't had yet, have I think what we should do is we'll record part one, we'll yeah. pause, we'll get the mince pies, and we'll enjoy the mince pies as we go into part two. Because at that point, the listeners are relaxed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're comfortable. They know what's going on. They've heard our voices. They're, you know, enjoying their morning commute. And they're thinking, do you know what? The only thing that would improve this, a homemade mince pie. A little mm-hmm. mince pie. Exactly. That's it. That's we what can critique them on it. Yeah. We can do. A little breakfast. Oh, please don't do it. A little breakfast mince pie. They're going to be great, Ant. <laughs> I you've hope been, so. You've been making them at home today for us. I hope, yeah. Brought them in a little Tupperware box. Hopefully mm. it'll help us not mince our words. Mm. Good. Anyway, let's yeah. let's move on. <laughs> uh, let's start with one thing you enjoyed, one thing you didn't enjoy from football this week. And Ant, I'm going to come to you first. What one do you want first? Uh, let's, go, let's go with what you didn't enjoy. What I didn't enjoy? I didn't enjoy the wind. It no. ruined the football for us. Couldn't yep. go to the tramway game. Blew so, the roof off. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> it's just really annoying. I didn't like the reaction to from like you know. Oh, Embarrassing Timber Club. What if we just had like a, a new ground? Yeah, probably still would have happened. Need to leave yeah. Prem Park immediately. Which we probably will. I don't know, but yeah, it was just annoying. Anyone else got it, 20 million down the back of the couch to build a new fucking stadium? It it just ruined my Saturday afternoon. To oh. honest, which was disappointing. I don't know. What did I do instead? I don't know what I did instead. I can't even remember. Mm. I was hungover. I remember that. Well. Yeah, uh, yeah the wind was crap. Proper mm. crap. Mm. Uh, what did you enjoy? I, I enjoyed... The wind ending. Yeah, well, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed Amazon Prime giving me another free trial. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like they've, they're have they onto something. They've got the marketing pretty well sorted. Everyone's buying Christmas presents at the beginning of December, and they've gone. Do you want to watch the football as well? I think they could We've go got far. loads of football this month. I really, I'm I'm not one for predictions, but I really think that this Amazon lot they'll do all right. Like they'll they're yeah. gonna do well. Yeah, they'll do okay. The rainforest 
not doing so well. No, no, it's in a tricky moment. So what they've what it's they've clearly moment. done is they've seen, you know, the Amazon name wants strong, mm. uh, and they thought what we need to do is try and help the name out by delivering, quite literally. Yeah, literally. And uh, yeah. they've done that. They've done that well. Um, like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they've they've done really well. It allowed me to watch uh, Newcastle versus Norwich, which oh, was. Yeah. Entertaining. I'm going to stop you right there because so I want to mention something from that game. So I won't let, oh, you, okay. I won't let you trample all over it. And oh, okay. No, I was going to mention something a bit. Much like Amazon do over there, competitors. If you're listening, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. So one thing you liked, one thing you didn't like from football this week. He's not asked. He's won the order millions. Really? <laughs> I enjoyed becoming a multi-millionaire. <laughs> really like Bernardo Silva's goal. Ooh, at Villa. Yeah. Everything about it was just absolutely tremendous. Gorgeous, wasn't it? Um, I can't think of anything. Didn't like being true, to be honest. I'm uh-huh. sure there were things, but had a good week. Yeah, similar to. Just didn't let that negative energy in, did you? Exactly. Yeah. No. That's like that, yeah. yeah, that's your vibe, though, isn't it? Yeah. So I was shouting at the wind. <laughs> Annoyed. Ah, see what he's done there. Shouting um, at the. W- yeah, because I was annoyed by the wind. Oh, uh, right. He was shouting at the wind. Have I missed something here? Yeah, like on the Simpsons, old man shouts at wind. He doesn't shout with a cloud. Cloud? Yeah. yeah. Same kind of ballpark. That'll do. Is it the same ballpark? It feels up, like it, an entirely different ballpark to me. It's up there. Yeah. Up there. That'll do. Yeah. Anyway. We're not meteorologists. Nah, clearly. No, we're not. Um, I enjoyed... Timu Pukki's goal from that Newcastle Norwich game. Oof, absolutely booted it in. Oh, you've got to hit it. For me, I mean, for me, I was watching that game and I was thinking, this has been terrible. But then he would, boots it in, and I you, think it was worth it. Would you say he wellied it in? Yeah, because walloped I, it. I, yeah, well, because I heard the word welly in a, in one of the match of the day commentaries last night as well. Yeah, but it's the time of year for a welly, though, isn't it? Welly. When you're getting into that cold, it's an interesting turn of phrase, really, a welly. Because if you if I was going to pick a um, a type of shoe that I wouldn't want to volley a football in, a welly would be high up the list. Really? Ice skate would be up there as well. I hate ice skates. Ice skates, mm-hmm. uh, a welly. What other shoes wouldn't you like to volley a football with? Unnecessarily dangerous ice skates, I believe. Mm. Unnecessarily dangerous activity. Yeah. Oh, I love ice skating. Do you? This sounds like you Can need you do a, it? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite I good at ice skating. Nice. Yeah, fall over. Uh, I'm very well balanced, though, aren't I? Being a pretty excellent technical footballer. Kind of comes with that territory, really. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't like this week. Now you brought that game up. <laughs> <laughs> what was Keevan Clark up to? So I've got a story Such about this. Such a huge fucking game and you go and do that yeah but it's because it's Kieran Clark okay. so um, you know the, the day after um, was he wearing wellies I don't know might as well have been nice take your fucking wellies off Clark I, sh- I skates I don't know yeah. yeah so the day after I got sent a message in our um, whatsapp group and it was like oh can't believe Kieran Clark's apology oh. yeah I've clicked on it I've put my headphones in because I'm in work I've porn click- clicked on it yeah, it's one of them. I've oh. been absolutely mugged off, but I didn't realise me me headphones are like quite loud. So the woman who shares an office with me is just like turning around and going, "Can, can you give me a baby cry?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, eh, type, what? What, what type of what type <laughs> of porn does she watch? I feel, I like, bloody hell. feel a bit responsible because I was the first one in the group to watch it, and I give it the whole, "Oh, it's terrible." Uh, <laughs> I yeah. kept the joke running, and then someone else has run with it, and then by the end of yeah. it, proper fell for it. 
Yeah. So that's, did I. Uh, it helps. I was just working from home, so it didn't make a huge I confessed difference. what happened like 20 minutes later to it as well. I was like, I'm not telling you. I was like, no. Fuck the COVID job. That once happened to me in work. I was working in a, a doctor's surgery in uh, Kenny in Liverpool. Mm. And I was sat in a room directly behind reception. So I'm going to say 10 foot from where the patient stand. Uh, and I opened it up and it made the noise. And we all know what it sounds like. And... Uh, load of patients just stood there <laughs> it's terrible isn't it thankfully for me i think all but one of them was not english didn't speak english right so i don't think sure I, I, I don't think it's a, a language barrier that though. no but they couldn't scorn me right that's what i was saying okay. they couldn't go you dirty pig <laughs> you dirty pig <laughs> they couldn't do that do you want to know what i didn't like this week well um i didn't like what didn't i like it was definitely something I didn't I like. Don't know. Oh, I know what us. I didn't like. Uh, the whole Carragher and Keane thing on the mm. other day. It's going back a few days now, but I didn't like it. I thought it was cringing and embarrassing. Yeah. And well. it was and it was just, it felt to me a sad state of affairs. That this is where we've got two two grown men shouting at each other. One yeah, of them yeah. just keep going, Cups. That, that that happens with us though. We shout at each other. Yeah, but we're not on the telly. Yeah, but it, it it didn't feel scripted, which I kinda liked about it. It felt like it was just allowed to play out. It felt quite affected to me. And then Sky absolutely you don't like rinsed Keen, it. No. no, I don't. No, he's a he's a Which cringy old man. Something to do with it. And I, I'm not that keen on Carragher either. But Carragher just made a salient point. I like Carragher. He made a salient point, and then Keane was just like, he hasn't come here to win the Premier League. What the fuck? He's come here to win the FA Cup. What the fuck are you going the on thing about? Is that I don't like about what Keane said is that it was nonsense. If it, if the conversation was completely the other way. Keane would be saying, "What's the point in joining if you don't think you can win the exactly. league?" Exactly. He just he's, he's not just very a, consistent. No, with he's it, not. But, I, but the only thing he is consistent with is saying, "Just kick someone, tackle I them." Kind of understood. That's how you win games. No, it isn't. Until the FA Cup bit, I kind of understood what Keane was trying to say because he did talk about like they just want to sell shirts and the stock uh, stock price and all that stuff. But still, you, Cristiano Ronaldo, you, you sure we expect him to win games of football? Well, Cristiano expects to win games of football as well, what doesn't is, he? I oh, mean, so he was saying in the week. In the FA Cup. Sorry, I need to bring something else yeah. up because I thought of Danny Reid when this conversation was happening because... He's right, here we go. Because Harrogate actually almost touched on a point that Danny laboured on a while back around... Laboured on? <laughs> I thought I'd throw it in. Made about, succinctly? About Ronaldo, City, and we want to sign Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. So... Few United people have, I've heard a few people. Few people have mentioned it. He didn't I, go down the four D chess, at, but he did kind of say they only signed him so City wouldn't. Yeah, that's been mentioned, but I'm telling you, it'll Although, all come out in the wash. There'll be a leaked email, <laughs> a leaked email. Ryan's so shocked he's coughing up his lung. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I just didn't enjoy it. I just think we, I think. Do you know what I think when I watch stuff like that? I think TV producers they are treating the audience with disdain. Uh, I really enjoyed Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank just sitting there though. Just being like, yeah, oh, I'm getting paid for this. Yeah, but well, I just, what, what, I was just, a great I was just a bit like, is. this is un- undignified. Do you reckon he could is. understand Jamie Carragher? Because he gets really high bits and he, yeah, but yeah, yeah, and he goes higher and higher and higher. And you're like Jamie, no, no one, no one here, no one here, no one here can understand you. Lad. Yeah, ridiculous. And then Absolutely Dave ridiculous. Jones just calms it all down and goes, well, coming up, we've got the he Simpsons. Put, he put his, he put his arm on. Uh, Roy Keane either on his back or his leg I can't remember to be like <laughs> calm down and I was thinking eh, probably wouldn't touch him yeah. that doesn't feel like a safe thing to do 
Yeah, shouldn't be touching Roy Keane like No, either. well it shouldn't be touching anyone without their consent Exactly And that's ultimately the lesson that we should all take from what happened on Sunday yeah. Alright? Yeah, of course Yeah, uh, that's probably a good place for us to end yeah. part one We're going to head off, we're going to have some homemade mince pies And then we're going to be back Hopefully. for part two Hopefully And a goal scoring bonanza at the Keepmoat Stadium Oof Oh yeah Ooh. My name's James Coppinger, welcome to Man Marking We're asking, where's the talking lads? Welcome back. Before we get back to the the football, the listeners have only been they've only been gone for a few seconds. We've been gone for a you know a handful of minutes, mm. and we've been in the kitchen. And Ryan, you and I were mm. sampling young Anthony's cooking, his baking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could you give us a little uh, your thoughts on the uh, on the on the mince pies? Really please? impressed. Good way. Really impressed. Yeah. Pastry was homemade. Apparently, yeah. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Really good. Nice amount of filling and. Um, Nice little bit of ice and sugar on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, look. Thumbs up. Yeah, it was really good. Very impressed, Ant. Oh, thanks, lads. I think you've got a future in the uh, in the baking game. Lovely. Should we Thank move you. on to um, move on to the football then? Yeah. I want to move on to something that's not quite as... Uh... Well, Latvia got cooked, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah. Latvia, Latvia's women's team. They yep. were mint meat, weren't they? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they lost a close one. 20-0. Uh, 20? Nil. 20. Uh, yeah, 20 20 <laughs> I can't really get over this to be honest it was a goal every 4.5 minutes yeah yeah it's good gear that isn't it it's good entertainment yeah three minutes added on at the end of the game don't know why <laughs> like I genuinely can't work out why <laughs> and in that three minutes is where that clip's come from of the Latvian goalkeeper kicking it out of play which I think Rory the Latvian <laughs> Richie the Latvian yeah good I, I don't know if I was trying to work out whether they were a Professional. I don't think they are international team. And if they're not, so. the men, the men's, if, the if, men's team are only just professional, aren't they? Are they? If they're not, then Marion Pahars. They need to not be playing England, and it's something that the England manager said as well. She went, "We shouldn't be playing these games." England sailed through the group. Um, six games, fifty-three goals scored, zero conceded. Uh, yeah. Who else was in the group? Um, no, to be honest, um, <laughs> on, stick on, the, my head. on the added time, the three minutes added time, when they put the board up, did everyone on the ground go? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have really rated that if they did. Do you know what? Just because um, we've spoke off air around the men and women's game and whether certain fixtures should go ahead. You had England men's win ten nil against San Marino. This is obviously a little bit different, but just to provide a different perspective. We obviously had Thomas Ronyon on the show many moons ago, and the national team there got beat by Australia was a thirty-seven nil, no. 31. thirty-one, thirty-one, which was a bit yeah. of like a American American Samoa. Samoa, which was a bit of a like a, a, a one, I can't call it a turning point, but it was a bit of a watershed moment, almost like from there action had to be taken, and then they had a story to tell from that point. Maybe the Latvian women's game may be able to create their own. Oh, look Story at off the back of what I, I is don't, I don't, defeat. I don't blame England for winning twenty nil. Like it's a perf- imagine well, you it's did. A, it's How a, dare you? No, I know, but like some people are like, oh, you shouldn't run up the score. Well, it's a game of football. It's not. Well, it's not their the fault. U, the like. US women's national team got criticised for that in the World Cup, didn't they? Didn't they beat someone ten nil in the World Cup and they were celebrating it and people were giving them grief? And then the the converse argument, it, which it, is the one I I agree goals with, is, the World isn't Cup? it just patronising to not celebrate? Yeah. Well, I think that's. I think mate, that's worse. honestly, you'll see it in the FA Cup third round in a few weeks. There'll be second string Premier League players not celebrating a goal in the FA Cup, and you'll be like, "What?" And they beat Wickham at home. Hang on, what? You're not that good. 
It's some situations you can't win. It's just like, look, you're proper celebrating against Havington Waterloo. <laughs> you're playing the Prem, you're like... Look. How would you approach it if you were a player, right? Yeah. Let's say you are, you're on the bench for Brighton. Maybe you're that uh, Alexis McAllister. Let's yeah. say you're him, yeah. and you're playing for Brighton, and you draw uh, Walsall in the cup away, yeah. and you're starting in that game, and it's two nil. Yeah, you've, you've, you're two nil up, and there's an hour on the clock. The balls come to the edge of the box. You've, you've nice little touch, shimmy. You've slotted it bottom corner Sounds in front like of the away end. Yeah, it does. That's why yeah. I thought I'd, I'd propose it to you. Yeah, you know, looking you in the eye and thinking, that, you know, this is the type of guy who can deliver this quality to me. So you, Alexis McAllister. You've done that goal yeah. and you think this is only my second goal all season, but you know, I wanted it to be, you know, at the Emirates or at Old Trafford, but it's, you know, at the best got. Yeah. What what how are you reacting at that point? Shirt off? Um Nipples out. I'd probably celebrate with the away fans, go big, and then run up to Graham Potter and be like, That's why I should be in the team. Yeah. Should be in it at the best cut times. Um but back to the women's game. <laughs> We've been talking about it all week. People have been talking about that. But is that not technically okay? If England win 3 0 against another women's team, we just move on. I, well, I, I, just, I just think exposure. I know yeah. you I know you I know you don't don't agree with this this uh this this angle of, of conversation. I don't know where you actually stand on it, Ant. I'm not hundred percent sure. I think you're leaning but, okay. but, you know, I don't but, know what you said yet, so go on. <laughs> I know, yeah, to be fair, I should tell you what I'm going to say first. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think those games should take place in the same way that I don't think England should be playing San Marino. The men's team shouldn't be playing San Marino. I just don't see what it serves anyone. And I also think I didn't... I haven't heard this argument used, but it is relevant. We did a bit of a, a chat some weeks ago about the first uh, net carbon neutral Premier League game. Hmm. And I do think there is an argument to be to be made that England playing against San Marino, flying all the people over there, flying all the people back and all the rest of it, and I'm doing it however many times, and we play loads of these games where we just go somewhere, win 8-0 and fuck off home. <laughs> it's a completely fucking pointless exercise. A completely <laughs> pointless exercise. And if we are legitimately... And I know we, you know we have a bit of a laugh about it, and Ant's laughing over there. I've got a great idea. But, <laughs> but... If we are genuinely serious about football having some kind of recognition for the impact that it has on the planet, and its impact is huge, then surely you've got to fuck these games off because it's completely pointless. It's not a competitive game. It's a completely pointless exercise. I'm not saying that's the only reason to do it, but I'm just saying... get called off because of that. It'll get called off because of your first point. But it would be funny to be like, oh, I can't play you this month. Carbon neutral... Come on, we've, we've percentages done, have gone too high, we can't play you. We've we've done too many miles. Yeah. So we need to play someone local. Next play mile, Wales. Next play mile's going to cost us 5p, and you know, like when you get a dodgy car deal. Oh, I thought you meant like when you buy a bag from Tesco. Oh no, they're 10. Just on 15 in Marks and Spencers, I found out the other day. Just on your first point, because I don't think the second one will happen. Unless you could maybe group more games, maybe instead of playing two games, you do like little rounds of four or five. Oh, yeah, play like round your, robin. Play, play all your home games and, I don't know, something like that. But on the first point, the only thing I can't... I kind of get the sentiment behind what you're saying there. I do agree to it to a point. The bit I struggle with is that I feel like if you say, okay, you qualify for a separate tournament, so you qualify to then get into the qualifiers to play us is that you're in danger of almost... It's not devaluing the competition, but you're basically not allowing people to 
have their moments and potentially develop better than I think they can develop. Yeah, but you're almost and you'll always be in that category. Yeah, but we've seen But Tramir aren't allowed in the Champions League. We can't just have a go. We but, can't go. But, oh, no, why don't we get to play at the Bernabeu? But we can get to the Champions League. No, but this San Marino could still get to the World Cup. They're just shit. But then you're going to make them qualify separate. Like, how are you? They're going to have to play more games to hire in the right to them. Yeah, the but it's not. It's, it, yeah, but, but football is a meritocracy. You can't. It's not like everyone gets a go. It's it's not a fairground ground, right? National level, it is to a degree. If you it's qualify not though, as a nation. No, but it isn't. Foot, why is international football any different from it club football? It is, it's a meritocracy. It is seen as that though. No, because, because it's seen as like a, a joyous celebration of football at international level. But it isn't. I know it so isn't. So why are we pretending that it is? I know it, it isn't, is? but it's and, marked and, as that. And Europe is the only, only continent. We're the only federation. Like the, 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 all it the other places happen, yeah. does it doesn't do this. They don't have. But Europe's completely different in football in general. Cause it's probably the biggest sort of block, isn't it? In football, you've got South American stuff, but their tournaments aren't seen. As what about Africa? I don't think their tournaments would probably get the viewership as probably a Euros does, does No, it? but what I mean is, it's like in Africa, there's qualifiers to get into the qualifying. Yeah. So they do, they, they eliminate the teams what where... What is the difference in teams in Africa? The Euros about the same. Is it similar? Or is it, it more? I'm not 100% sure, to be honest with you. But I, I don't think... I just don't see an argument for why we should continue to keep playing these matches. Because cause you were talking about Iceland yesterday when we were discussing yeah, this yeah. off-air. Iceland had Ida Johnson playing for them like twenty five years ago. It they haven't. Co- it's not the, it, the the comparisons not. It it's not the same. San Marino at such a low level and the level that they're playing against. I'm yeah. not saying they shouldn't they've be playing against. There. They've always been that bad. They're the worst team in the world. And England, you know, we're not the best team in the world. But what is the purpose? Who gains anything out of Harry Kane sticking four goals past them? Mm, Harry Kane. I don't think this is a reason to do it, but I do think those players do get something from it because I think it's literally like the best days of their life playing at Wembley. Like you've got, you've a school teacher and I'm playing against them. Yeah, but but again, that's not that's what, not that's not what it's do for. It, but I do think people get something from it. But if yeah, they if, do. I, I think if they let me go and play at Wembley, I'd have a great time. It'd be a completely fucking pointless what exercise. What I think is difficult is if FIFA or UEFA recognise these as as national sides, then you kind of gotta let them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like that you can't recognise them. Go, but you because you're quite shit, you're going to have to qualify separately. But that's what everyone else does, other than other than UEFA, other than other than Europe. If you take a more recent example, then Luxembourg, where like San Marino, not that long ago, and they're actually quite decent. I've got a like Gerson Rodriguez plays for Kiev. Got a few good players, Sebastian's uh, Thiel. They, they have, but there are some teams. They beat who, Ireland recently. I mean, you've got. Yeah. I, I like the idea of allowing these teams to create history for themselves. But that San Marino goal against England when they score in the first eight seconds, they still buzz off it today. And they've earned that right to. They haven't right earned the, the right. They've lost every game in their entire but, history. Oh, right, apart the right, from like but two. They've got as much right to having that game of football as we have. We're just much better than with a lot more money. I just think it's a completely pointless exercise. I, I think don't think they should, they should be allowed. What, uh, they should be allowed to play football in the same way that we're all allowed to play football, but we don't get to play against Ronaldo because I, he's much better than us, and it would be pointless. I we wouldn't enjoy it, and he wouldn't enjoy but, it. Right, how many teams do you put with San Marino to qualify? Who else you putting in with them? Wales. 
but realistically, who are you putting with them? Uh, I'm going to do a Google of the FIFA World Rankings whilst Ant does some well, talking. So, I, I was just going to say, the more interesting point would be that FIFA don't recognise some uh, some places, you know, for political reasons and whatever. Some, some of them are uh, quite a bit far-fetched. Maybe, maybe have a bit of relegation and, and whatever. I don't know. It, I, but I think that's the idea of the Nations League, isn't it? You can get, yeah. get them playing against each other, which is why Luxembourg might be a bit better than what they are now. Possibly. Um, I, I don't know, but so, I, I think that's... With, with regards to the women's game, though, I wouldn't view it as harshly. I think that the, the men's one, yeah, and the San Marino example is a completely different it's, thing it's to the women's one because I think so, the the women's side of it is it is a lot fresher. Like it, it's not got the not got the grab, and you need yeah. these games. Whether you know they should be playing England twice. In, in Shouldn't group, be playing us at all. It's pointless. In a group all the time. I don't know. So I mean, for the women's team, I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Aggregate was thirty nil. So it's yeah, not, it's no not one, gone well. So San Marino, Gibraltar, Liechtenstein, Moldova, Malta. What, what, where were they ranked in the world? So these teams are ranked. I'm also going to put Andorra, Lithuania, and Latvia in there as well. So these teams are ranked. Lithuania. 210, 203, 191, 181, 175. I'd watch them games, like. So <laughs> Just it, fucking it, play them against each other. Just put Havant in the fucking Champions League next year. They would certainly be ranked higher than all of them you've just named. But in 2010, so we're only going back 10, 11 years ago, well, nearer 12, 11, 12 years ago, Iceland were ranked 112th in the world. By 2016, they were ranked 21st and had knocked England out of a major tournament. I know, I, I, don't I know think what you mean. It's unrealistic yeah. that in 2010 you would have put Iceland in that group. And fair enough, they might have qualified out of that group. But if they've got players playing in Europe, are they going to now play games, extra games, to then justify playing with us? Or I don't. Okay, so but the, but again, San Marino are still a massively. It's still a completely different conversation. So Iceland were often cited for how small their population is, which is what San Marino are much smaller. Like you. they're considerably smaller. Iceland, San Marino's population is less than thirty-five thousand. Hmm. There's there's more people in Goodison Park the other night for the Merseyside derby. Yeah, I, I think San Marino's not really the yardstick. Really, to be honest, I, I think about, they're, I think they're just such a special case. Gibraltar's another one, thirty-five thousand. Liechtenstein, how many are they Gibraltar, have? Gibraltar have got made a big effort to, to actually be decent at football in their own leagues. 38,000. These countries are miles away from Iceland. Yeah, but the, I mean, you look at, yeah, I know, but you look at you look at Gibraltar league, uh, it was at Lincoln Redims uh, pulled up a victory against Celtic. So they are, they're, they're far and away more than, better than, um, sorry, than San Marino's Maybe leagues. Maybe we should just fuck you know San I mean? Marino off. I just think that they are a special case, but... Um, if you want to go back to this women's Maybe game, just have like an under hundred thousand tournament. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> it's pointless. Imagine winning the under hundred thousand population world but cup. But wouldn't that be much better for them to have a tournament they could actually qualify for and go and enjoy? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hundred percent agree. Like yeah. we won the national league playoffs. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah, because yeah. But we were a Billy Big Bollocks in there. Yeah. Would it have been? Would it be any better if we won the championship playoffs? Don't think it would be. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The worry you have is, does football grow in those countries if they're playing Barbados and not? I don't even know if it's, it's not growing. But it's not growing now. It's not now. growing in San Marino. It's the growing. Argu- the, the, argument, other, the other it, places you've said, it, it, it is growing and it's there, it's there. They're just not good. Liechtenstein? Yeah, no, but it is growing. Like It's, fa- it's fine. Like They're just not very good, like Moldova. Is it growing place. in Liechtenstein? They, it's growing enough. They could, be te- is it? They sure. could technically be better 
per capita than other teams. We've, we've also given our national like anthem. 60 million people. Yeah, but that's what I mean. <laughs> Why the fuck are we playing them? It's, it's I just country, think it's I just and think it's, it's the right thing to do to recognize the little man. No, it's stupid. One of <laughs> one of them one of them tried to kill Connor Cody in an aerial duel. And Connor Cody seems like a lovely man and I don't want to see it. Fair enough. Uh, just on the England's women's team though. Got a got a few gears in them because they only won one nil the game before. Who are they playing then? Austria. Uh and then he won 10-0 against Latvia and 4-0 against Northern Ireland's women's team and 10-0 against Luxembourg and 8-0 against North Macedonia. It's not a good group, that is it. But it's a, but it's such a, a a disparity in the levels of football, though, isn't it as well? So, it's um, it's interesting, and it provided us a bit of entertainment, some content, yeah. some much needed content for oh, the lads. Absolutely. I mean, the th- it's the funny thing about it is, is like, does that argument always levelled at women's football? So, like, when that thing happened with the the keeper kicking the ball straight out of play, mm. people were like. <laughs> look, at the, look at the state of women's football. <laughs> but you you never see them do it when, like, a goalkeeper in the Premier League just randomly throws it in his own goal for no reason. Or, like, I, I there was know. a game at Stamford Bridge when some... I can't remember who the keeper was. I'm sure it was in the Arsenal game. Almost just passed it into his own goal for no reason the whatsoever. The one that stands out for me was um, the Bravka in the Euros. Didn't he just... Yeah. Jumped up in the air and passed yeah. it into his own net. <laughs> if that was women's football, there'd be people absolutely creaming themselves Pick, off it. Pickford did it as well against Newcastle, didn't he? Yeah, of course he would. Yeah, see, there you go. Of course see, he would. I knew you were going to do this. Because he's shit. <laughs> anyway, let's move on because you're now talking about Pickford. <laughs> and I don't want to do it. Um, I made a statement in the WhatsApp group and I would like to make that statement again live on, not live, but you know, recorded. Have you, have you put much thought into this? I put a lot of thought oh, into okay. this. That's fine. Uh, and it goes back to, it's a little throwback to our Premier League predictions episode. Now, do you remember we had a, uh, it was interesting, but it was a slightly sort of dour conversation about uh, teams and what they could expect from themselves. Those teams that were in the middle tier of the Premier League, and we were talking about almost the teams at the top, so that top three in the Premier League now, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, even your United, your Arsenal, your Tottenham's, just being so far away from them, their, their means and their their level being so far away from those teams that it's almost like what's the fucking point like the best you can do is come 11th in the Premier League like that's it mm-hmm. that's your ceiling you're done and once you've got there that's it you can't go any higher unless you you know unless a Saudi state buys you that, that's it you're done and even then it might not happen well I was thinking about this with regards to Everton so we're, we're obviously a couple of days down the line from the uh, the Merseyside derby where Everton were humbled in their backyard Um and and I made the statements to you guys last night that I think that Everton are the most fascinating football club in the country. Yeah, 100% The agree. most fascinating club. And I'll tell you for why, going back to that conversation around what is the point of these football teams, what is the point of these football clubs, is Everton feel to me very much like the last staple of old football of what you know, what what football used to be. You know, one of these these huge football clubs that was was extremely successful, but in but a lifetime ago now, and they're a massive football club, huge. And then the last sort of four or five years, they've had resources that match the biggest clubs in the world in terms of spending power. And yet, what we sit here today, what they about fifteenth in the Premier League. There's there's videos of the fans shouting at the director of football. They're tearing themselves inside and out whether they should keep the manager or not 
And you look at it and you go, and we spoke about this yesterday, didn't we, between us, and you think, you sack Rafa, what do you do next? Like, what do you, what, what changes? You move to the new stadium, what changes? And I just think Everton feel to me like such a, such, such a strange case because I'm not even, it, it feels different from Newcastle because I think with Newcastle, they don't have the history of winning, of being, because Everton were arguably the best club and the best team in the country for a number of years. And not that long ago either, like to the point where there will be lots of people who go to Everton matches who remember that period, probably grew up during that period. And then now at that point where you think, like if I was an Everton fan, I'd be like, fucking hell. Like what, what, what do we do next? We spend 500 million quid and we're no better. Like how, what do we do? Like, where did he go? And I just think it's dead interesting as a case study at looking at these clubs in the middle of the Premier League. And, and you can probably put, you know, I mentioned Newcastle, but you can probably put Villa in there maybe as well. It's that type of club you think. They're enormous football institutions with massive history of won things. You know, Villa won the European Cup. You know, when you look at that, that level of club and you think the best thing that can happen to you is that you sneak a sixth place finish and maybe win the League Cup. That's a bad hit. If it's good, that's as good as it gets, and and it does make me think. Like you think, like where does it like what hap- Like where does it go? Like so then when we talk about like the Super League and stuff, and that type of thing, you think maybe it might just be better if that that happens. So someone else could. There's got something else to to, you know, it can almost reset because the gap is just so huge now that it's just you can't bridge it. It's too big. No, I I think um, more than ever, the most important thing is. The dealings you do off the off the pitch, and it seems like with Everton, they're the only club that's succumbed to this financial fair play for whatever reason. Other clubs can just spend and spend, and that's one of the reasons they want the new stadium is because mm. the extra revenue you can justify the turnover to wages and those things. I think it was one of the reasons Rodriguez was forced out in the summer, um, just to, with one eye on January to get more recruits in. It was difficult last night because we all watched the game together. We we kind of wanted Everton to win for that underdog feeling. Mm. Um, I don't think there was anybody in the local area of Merseyside that felt like they actually could win. No. Uh, the writing was on the wall, I think, before kickoff, and then they made a 2-1, made a bit of a fist of it, and then they, they end up just... Liverpool, it was easy for them. They just really. ate their own fist, though, and didn't they? What was, what, what was <laughs> difficult last night is that we all know a lot of Everton fans, and I was speaking to a good friend of mine who, once Benitez gone, is a staunch Evertonian, but like I'm talking to him with removed emotion and he's talking to me with a lot of emotion. And Everton fans are very passionate about the football club, mm-hmm. passionate the most, I would say. And the problem you now have is that you need someone to blame and I don't think they ever fully wanted Rafa or most people. So the problem they are now have is he was on borrowed time anyway. And that seems like the sensible decision. The problem with it is their rot started last season and it's deep-rooted. I mean, if you started look, about five years, six if, years, if you look ten years at ago. the back end of Everton's season... A hundred. ...last year, I mean, they had some good results as well. Obviously, they were great away from home, but lost at home to Burnley. This is in the last 12. Lost at home to Burnley, drew at home to Crystal Palace, drew with Brighton, drew with Spurs, I did it the other week, lost at home to Villa and lost at home to an already relegated Sheffield United. So... This rot had already set in under Ancelotti, who apparently couldn't do no wrong. Now, I'm not saying Ancelotti's worse than Rafa, he's probably is a better manager, but Rafa isn't the problem. The, Rafa's dealing with years and years of issues. Yeah, systemic have, problems, isn't it? The, and you could also argue his best players 
probably outside of the core have been the two that he's brought in mm-hmm. or two of the three that he's brought in if you get rid of Rafa who do you go for the usual names pop up that you see it might be Fonseca Alan Kerbishley <laughs> obviously Eddie Howe's now gone to Newcastle but he was one Sean Dyche <clears throat> Sean Dice. I think one thing Rafa could do is I don't think his subs have been very good the last few games, which doesn't help. What's the point bringing Tosin off and taking new wingers? Sorry, bringing Tosin on, bringing new wingers off. Um, I think he needs to maybe not be as sort of. He likes to have a bit of a methodical sort of style, Rafa, and I think he needs to come away from it and just be hard to beat and a bit horrible. I think that's the best way they play. But ultimately, you look at that Everton team last night and you go, if Coleman doesn't play, who's your right back? Okay, we're going to have to put Godfrey there. John Joe Kenny. Oh, oh yeah, John Joe Kenny. He's not up to it. He's not really up to it. If if Dinier doesn't play, okay, we'll put Godfrey at left back. If Calvin Women's not there, Oliver Charleston will have to do a job. It's like there's there's no competition across the team Mm. at all. The squad is terrible. I don't think there's more than five teams in the Premier League whose team I would have I, th- I think the only squad that's the, the only squads I think there's two squads that are worse than Everton's genuinely Norwich and Newcastle I think that's it and I think there are squads with worse with, with not as many good players yeah, like, in air quotes as Everton but as a squad as a, as a put together piece it's an it's terrible well it's the thing is you so only need bad. a few injuries don't you because like I'd say Everton have got a better squad than Brentford, but you're looking and go, but Tony will get you goals and the keeper will make you some saves. And but you feel like with Brentford, they, and, and again, style and a, it's a, early in the season, you feel like people can come out and come in. Yeah. And that there's, a, there's a more, there's kind of a general standard across the team. But as you say, right, with Everton, Cavalier gets injured, you bring in a half-fit Solomon Rondon, who's been playing in China for two years. Now, I, I like Rondon, but he's not fit. And it's not even sure if he's still up for it. And even when he was good, he didn't score that many goals anyway. He's not a direct replacement. No, exactly. He's it's a completely different, di- completely different player. Uh, and I realise uh, Ryan and I have just been chittering on. You've been listening intently. Um, what would you What would you like to say about the uh, about the Blues, about the Toffees? Uh, I think the rot is longer than five years. I think Neville Southall said it himself, didn't he? he said around about 1991, 92, 93. I know they won the FA Cup, but he, he said the the whole mood had changed from the 80s where they went from trying to win games to, oh, well, just stay in this. And it might just be that long. And then obviously they've gone through, and I think they got used to having no money and working, you know, really fucking hard to Under win the games. Boys, yes. and, 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 you know, the recruitment was really good. You look at some of the players Moyes brought in, you look at some of the players Martinez brought in, they had youth prospects coming through it had to they were signs that had to wear yeah absolutely because they they didn't have anything else and i think they've just kind of gone away from it like they they got this money i was i was saying to you yesterday you know this new stadium is just this massive carrot Mm. for the fans and it's used in a way and they love using it as this big shield to protect themselves and all the evans fans are onto it they're not thick Every yeah, time, every, every time there's a shit yeah. result, you know, oh, they're laying sand at there yeah, or, or a new cones yeah. up or something. And it's just, it's really bad. There's no guarantee that that'll be a success. I mean, it should be a success because you get more money in, like you've said, so your FFP will be better. But um, I, I couldn't understand the Rafa appointment at all. I don't know who worked out. He's been very good in the last... 10 years I mean, no he hasn't though if you go through his record he hasn't really done anything 
sacked from Madrid, which is fair enough because everyone gets it eventually. Napoli didn't really pull up many trees. He goes to Newcastle, acts as a human shield, which I think he's starting to quite like being a bit of a martyr. Mm. And then he goes to China. I couldn't tell you. Won the Europa League with Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. That, Chelsea yeah. legend, Rafa Benitez. <laughs> So, He's adored there, isn't he? New statue coming up of him soon. He also won the Copper Italia at Napoli. Copper Italia, okay. Super Copper Italia. But it, it's, 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 still, Italia. it's still not the, oh, this guy's going to come in and just transform anything. And he's not going to do it in like I, three or I, four months. I see, think, I, see, I think though... I, I don't think anyone's expecting it. But the Benitez appointment to me actually feels like a sensible appointment I, to me. You remove the Liverpool aspect of it, and I know it's it's hard to remove because it's, it's, a, it's a big old aspect. But I think it's a sensible... But he's clearly... Who, he's, ham, ma- he's hamstrung. I, I don't understand. No, no, he's no, hamstrung. I mean, what, ma- what, ma- what other manager could they get that would be a better manager with a better CV? There's surely, than a, Rafa there's surely a more. I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't answer the question for you because I'm not that good enough to do it. So, but the, I, I would assume there was surely a, a younger. Fonseca. Possi- he doesn't exist. A possibly a younger, more progressive manager who's certainly going to coach those players. But they did that, didn't they do that with Silva? But those players. Koeman. Those players don't look just. Don't look coached at all. I mean, that's that game the other night. I mean, Brian's saying, oh, you know, you've got to dig in and do that. Well, I think that's what they tried to do. They haven't got the right players to do it. They haven't got anyone to do that. Brentford gave them the ball on Sunday and went, go on. Yeah. See, and and they just just couldn't do it. And I feel really sorry for those fans because they followed them up and down the country for years and years. And they keep getting fucking messed around by that club. And it's so bad. But I think I think what's what when you talk about the managers as well specifically, because I agree I agree with you, and I think with the thing with 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 Everton, I think it's quite interesting that you'd almost feel like they've been shit for about twenty five years, and yet they've been probably the seventh or eighth best team in had, the country for twenty five years. Moments, they've had moments. They've had like derby victories and. And, and all that, and last year they won a won a derby at Anfield, and it counted for nothing because at the end of the season they'd all turned in on themselves because the club was ran terribly. And it no, has no, but been. This is so. This is what they've was... not got them. Honestly, you speak to an Everton fan now, there's barely any hope for them. Well, this is well, it's this is really a, bad. This is an interesting, which just, is what the Newcastle fans were saying as well. Oh, we need some hope. And, and yeah, Everton have hope in the sense that they're only hamstrung now because they're not physically allowed to spend the money they've got. They've just got to spend it better. And that's kind of what I meant by the rot yeah. setting in. But it's their own fault, been, isn't it? Isn't it? Trophyless since 2000, oh, sorry, 1995, 2000. Um, but what I mean about the rot is that Rafa's paying for the mistakes of Coman, Silver. He is, and but Chalotti he's he's also that. paying for the mistakes of what he what he puts out on the pitch as well. But I think if because you look it's at not it, good enough. I think I think, to, but, no, not but it's no, not. No, it's no, not no, good but it enough. Is, but I don't think. But I kind of don't think that matters. I almost don't think that matters to a degree because when you when you look at Everton, you think it doesn't matter how well Rafa Benitez would have done this year. The ceiling, the ceiling's not very high for that squad and for and for that club and the way that it's run. I just want to circle back to what I was going to say before about the managers, but I want to pick up on the point in the moment you were saying about hope and because there was an interesting thing that I picked up about at the end of that derby. But the managers thing is interesting because if you look back, you go from Moyes who who was there for like ten years, gave them a real identity as a club, which he's now doing with West Ham. Mm-hmm. After Moyes, you've got Roberto Martinez. You've got Ronald Koeman. You've you've hit the uh, you've hit the Sam Allardyce button. You've got Marco Silva. You've got Carlo Ancelotti. You've got Rafa Benitez. That's a complete mix. None of them are even vaguely the same. Mm. The only person that's been 
stable throughout that whole thing is Marcel Brands, who clearly doesn't know what he's doing. They've spent five hundred million pounds. Well, Steve Walsh well, as well. Steve Walsh. Three years is Brands. There's a yeah. um, there was an interesting article from uh, <clears throat> Phil McNulty on the BBC, and basically it was like it is crisis point basically for them. Yeah, it's huge. It, it, now. it feels he was saying basically, you know. Mashiri's got more power than than Kemwright has, and it, it doesn't feel like it's being used in the right way. And it's not demonstrating. You see, you see, you see, Marcel Brands coming off the out the the stand last night, and there's, there's a guy shouting at him, going, "You know, sack all them. Is it just the players? <laughs> you, do you really want that coming? Is that the answer? Is that what you're going to say? Oh, it's it's everyone." Well, it is, yeah. Everyone, everyone knows the whole it thing's is. Well, rotten, just, isn't it? just to, um, sorry to wait. And they are fascinating. This is why it's so when, fun. When they got beat by Sheffield United, who we all know were, were horrendous last year, they had a 17 year old up front who scored in his debut. The team was Pickford, Holgate, Keane, Godfrey, Digne, Alan Decore, Coleman, James Rodriguez, Richarlison, and Calvert Lewin to full strength under Angelotti. And then they brought Sigurdsson, Gomez, and Bernard off the bench. That is a. It's. Stronger than what they had last night, but it's virtually the same team, minus the best players. Yeah, yeah. And then the players off the bench were better as well. It was like Bernard's and your Rodriguez's but and I think, stuff like that. But this is when I go back to my original point, which That's is why I wanted to talk about it, was, was, was that the, what Everton wants as a club is to be able to, and that's what they, they, they hoped for when the money came in, was to be able to compete with Tottenham, Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea. That's what they wanted. That was the stated aim to go and be one of those clubs. But all the players they bought are all the players that those clubs don't want. Every player they buy is one of the players at those clubs that isn't good enough. Luca Dina, Yeri Mina, Michael Keane is you know, he's further down the line than that with United, but he was a player United didn't want. Um who else who else have they got in there? They've got um Did Gomez was from Iwobi, that's a good example. Theo Walcott was another one that they got. Even Alan, to a degree. Uh, James Rodriguez is another one. Well, I got battered on Twitter for that, didn't I? Saying the sign in the yeah. wrong type of place. I said to you at the time that was a, there was a great shout. Gilvy Sigurdsson, there's yeah. another one. There's just loads of players that, like, none of those teams want them. They're not good enough. See, I... I... Yeah, it, but it's a common. And they're paying, them, they're paying yeah, them the they're paying money them that the players that don't. Yeah. They're paying them the money that those it's teams pay. It's actually. a common. But they're not worth it. It's a common theme in the Premier League. Though. I mean, at the other end of the scale, who have a lot better players, but just as much as a, a mixed message is Manchester United. It's Manchester United who have gone through uh, a few managers since Fergie left. And, it's just that and their just means are so great. But their, their talent yeah. acquisition is so much better. They can stay up there, and it doesn't look as Which bad. Which means you even can't though, fall. You can't yeah. fall as far. And I don't think Everton are going to be in any any trouble. I, I really yeah, can't I, see I, it. But I, I genuinely you know, worry about them this season because I just don't know. But there's so many. There's three yeah, ways. Yeah, but going back to what you're talking about with hope, um, I, I, you know, we'll wrap up on this point and move to the, the next thing in a moment, but. We were talking about Ryan. You were talking about speaking to to your mate who's an Everton fan. Mm-hmm. One of my mates who, who I worked with was at the match, and he was. I said to him, I was like, one of the things I thought was really weird about it, and it may have been just because the stadium was completely empty by the end of the game. I didn't feel like at any point anyone was really that fuming. They were just a bit like, yeah, this is exactly what we expected to happen, and we're not, and you know, we're kind of numb to it. You know what I mean? Like, and I, so I texted him just saying, like, what was it like in the ground? And he was like. Yeah, no one was really that bothered. <laughs> you know, a few people were annoyed you out and stuff. He said, but most people just kind of shrugged their shoulders and left. And you think, but, I mean, that is a sorry state of affairs. I remember we interviewed Phil, um, who did the... Phil Haywood. Yeah, Phil Haywood, who did the 10 Gs for the year. Went to that QPR game, didn't he? Yeah. He'd lost on penalties. And you're just like, okay. 
<laughs> like, like that's going to happen. Yeah. And, and it just it just feels really bad. And I, I, I would say, I think the English football is better if Everton are better because it's much more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's much more competitive in the Premier League. And I'm not convinced they'll be this bad for too much longer. Mm. But, second, second they can spend. Uh, but, you know. they just got to spend right because they never do. It. But then you're expecting them to do something that they haven't done for a long yeah, time. Yeah, at the moment spend they're spinning right. a wheel. I think. I, I also think, think now it's reached the point where they're going to have to, like, they know we need to look at ourselves. We need to get this right. It is. It's crazy. It was huge. This is. I think it, honestly, you were talking about that film and all the article is exactly what I was talking to, to my mate from work about the other day. It was like this is such a huge moment for our football club. It's massive right now. It it will determine whether you kick on, you know, and go the way that you want to go, or at least be able to be a top seven and eight Premier League team for the foreseeable or you go the way of like a Nottingham Forest or someone that you just drop off the radar and I'm not saying it's going to be that extreme but I think it, it you you go it's when, once you start falling you really start falling and I think that the, the other thing that's quite sad about it as well is is the Goodison Park you know it, it's falling apart like but it is one of those grounds that you, you they are slowly one by one disappearing from English football those those type of grounds, those you know, those the occasions that you get in those really tight stadiums, you know, with the you know the steep sides and the and and you know they're all different types of stands and it's all close to the pitch and you just don't get them anymore. And I think it's sad that the last few years the the people are watching games in in, in a stadium like that is going to be absolutely shit. Yeah, they got a few tricky fixtures coming up as well: Arsenal home, Palace away, Chelsea away, but. You know, Every game's a, little, a tricky fixture if you're terrible. Gets a little bit tight around this time of the year, doesn't it? It does. You know, the yeah. old fixture congestion. It does, yeah. And that moves us nicely on to our next talking points. Ryan, you wanted to kind of go down the line of a, a congested fixture list. I know where yeah, I know Bielsa wasn't happy about this, was he? It's for two reasons. It's one, it's the it's the fans, and and then the others, the the players and the coaches. I think. We love our Christmas football, but we mainly love it in and around Christmas itself, the Boxing Day, your New Year's Day. Yeah. It seems we're just cramming more and more football into the month of December and January now, and I don't really understand why. So Chelsea played yesterday. They play West Ham on the 4th. They go to Russia to play Zenit on the 8th. <laughs> they come back to play Leeds on the 11th. They play Everton on the 16th. They play Wolves on the 19th. They then play Brentford on the 22nd, Villa on the 26th. Brighton on the 29th and Liverpool on the 2nd of Jan. I mean, that is... How many games is that in so December? It's eight, eight, in, eight the, um, in December. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in December and then 10 from the 1st of December to the 2nd so of Jan. So I was... Because I was curious about this. So it's a I, game I, every three days, pretty much. I, so I'm on... So right now I've got the fixtures up from Chelsea in 1990, 1991, 1980, 81, 1970, 71. In 1990, 1991, they played one less fixture than that in the same period... In, yeah. in, in one day's less period of time. Okay. Um, in 1980-81... Let me just scroll down to find it. So they played one, two, three, four, five, six in that time. So what, just a month of December the- and in and the first of January, the okay. you know the, like the New Year's Day sort of fixtures. Yeah, and then seventy seventy one, they played one, two, three, four games in that period. So it's gone four, six, eight, ten, up to ten. So like, because I thought it was interesting, I was Quite like interesting you. Did you say 91 or 92? 
1990-91. Okay, so Sky wasn't. So just before the just before the, the Premier League started. Now some of these some of these. Talk um, me through the '91 with the All Prem over some cups. So in this one, you've got one Champions League, one League Cup, and eight Premier League. Games. So you've got Div One, Div One, Cup, Div One, Div One, Div One, Div One, Div One, and then they played in the Cup four days later on the fifth of January. Yeah. So in nineteen yeah, which is which is like the traditional yeah. third round, isn't it? Uh, it's it, it's it's interesting really, isn't it? Because I think the other thing to put on top of that, right, which you made a good point about was was that it's not only the amount of games, it's the travelling involved as well. They're going to go to fucking Russia. Russia. Mm-hmm. Why is that game there? Well, it was uh, similar to uh, Liverpool when they were in the Club World Cup. was like, oh, yeah, you can't... They had two you, fixtures like, yeah. in two days, didn't you? They? You need yeah. to play your under-23s. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Bit weird, but yeah, I, I, it's common, isn't it? I mean, Everton have got six games. I don't think they'll be happy at that either. I don't think any of them will be happy. But it does Bielsa's, seem... Bielsa was booting off about it yeah, as well. I'm not, well, I'm not surprised he's booting off about it. He, his teams need to run a lot. I, I find myself... <laughs> torn on this thing because I largely am I'm a proponent of the there's but they far do too get much a break, football. Don't they? Yeah, there's like a sort of air sats winter break where there's half the teams get a break on one weekend and half yeah. the, I think it's is it around now? Am I right in thinking it's about no, now? No, I thought it was in like February. Yeah, maybe you're right. There is there is some kind of swap over yeah, the, the, so the, the, I think the, the looking at the fixtures so they play on the second of Jan, and then they don't play to the fifteenth of Jan. Yeah, it'd be that period. Probably then. that then. Yeah. yeah. So I think half the teams get a break on one weekend, and the other half break on the yeah. other week, something like that. But yeah, I, I, I'm always torn on it because I think I agree. Like it, it's too much. Because Bielsa said we keep playing more football, and the football keeps getting worse because there's too much of it. Yeah. And I'm not 100 percent sure that I agree with that. And it did lead me to thinking of, which is probably a conversation for another time. Is there a plateau point with how good top level football is? Because it. There's, the level is extraordinary these days in terms of the quality of it, but there must be a plan. There is, there must be a level at well, which well, human be. beings can't get any yeah, better well, at it. Well, there will be. You'd, you'd either get like really tall or really fast, or like, yeah. it, you yeah. can only go so far. So, like NBA is like to the point where you have to be like seven foot plus to be like really, really good. Yeah, I know me, there are me, smaller ones, but that is the you. that is the yeah. A couple of tall fellas, yeah, get us in there. That is the way. That is kind of the way it's gone. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's it. And it's interesting, isn't it, with football that... Like with rugby, it's just the, gone like big, huge, yeah, heavy in the, people. That's the same way. You almost, you get to the skill ceiling. So you, the only thing you can then maximise on is physicality. So you yeah. just, because people will keep getting bigger. But again, that'll probably plateau. But footballers are bigger, stronger, faster yeah. than they were even five years ago. You even look at, say, we, you know, we Gary Neville, for example, he's, he's obviously on the telly, but he was at one time uh, an extremely good right back yeah. who probably was playing for... Uh, the best team in the world for for periods of his career. Yeah, how was and, his chest though? <laughs> but that was what he only retired what 15, 10, 15 years ago, maybe 11, 12 years ago. He didn't and, look like a footballer, though, did he? No, but he yeah, was he was me. Manchester United's right back yeah, for a decade yeah, yeah. when they basically won everything all the time. Imagine him against Kyle Walker. Mm. Like it would be and that, and they're only it's not like we're talking about like Perry Groves or someone, you know, like yeah. or someone in like the 60s or something. These are fellas who were like 10 years apart. Well, these youth clubs are recruiting athletes and teaching them how to play footy, aren't yeah, they? Well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. almost bred to the role. In yeah, the exactly, yeah. Just on the Bielsa thing, though, because he's an old-school coach, he wants to be on the training ground coaching. Yeah. If you Obviously, he doesn't manage Chelsea, but if you look at Chelsea's fixtures, okay, so he played last night, the, the recovery, then he played West Ham on the fourth, not too bad. Might get one day on grass with them, and then you've got to go to Russia for the eighth, probably for Russia on the sixth. 
to do, to, do a, to do a day there so then you maybe get one training session in then just when I thought back. my commute to work was bad they've got to go to Russia and then from Russia they finish the game in the night time of the 8th they've got to play a game with Leeds on the 11th you've got to fly back from Russia you probably get out maybe Reco- you've got to do recovery night, do your recovery it's probably not how you want to play you're either, not going to get a, you're not going to get a training session then and then maybe two days on grass before you play Everton on the 16th then you've got no time on grass before you play Wolves on the 19th so if you are a coach if you're someone who's hands on you're thinking I've lost a month of what I'm trying to implement because all my players are either travelling or recovering or playing there is there is there's just as I said I'm torn with it because I, I do love this period of the year because it, it's well. absolutely phenomenal just how much football is on all the time and also because everyone's it because it's because it's the winter so everyone's fucking freezing so they're just legging it around to get warm and also because there's so much football on that people are knackered it does tend to make for and the conditions as well it sets it, it, sets it up it as well though doesn't it, it sets it up for the rest of the season as well and i just think but I, you can you can change your season oh like yeah in this December. period of time yeah in like two months yeah. the whole thing can change because there's so many points available in such a short space of time the thing is though it's it's like I love this time of year but it's easy for me to love it because I paid for a tram season ticket I pay for Sky I can watch all the games I'm not going to Leighton Orient on Saturday because we've all said oh it's Christmas it'll be like 50-60 quid oh, I thought we're, we were going if <laughs> I might go to Oldham next week on a Tuesday night spend 30 quid that's not that's alright but if some you, of these, you support though. these, yeah. you just couldn't go. You could be oh, yeah, no. loves going every game, and you'd be like, "You fucked, aren't it's you?" It's Christmas, and I've been to nine games. Say the average price was a hundred quid. Yeah, I know. No, it's a thousand pound for yeah, a month of for a month of football, and you're probably paying for Sky and all that on top of it, and your season ticket. It's like and like food. Yeah. To, oh to yeah, live. you do have to eat, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Bread and that. I mean, nah. what's a flight to Russia now? <laughs> hey, just have a look. You know, like the way like we'll be like oh, people like. You went to where? Grimsby? I know. My dude be like, oh, can I leave early from work? I've got to go to Moscow. Do you mind? This when have you got to leave? Time, Two weeks ago. This time of year as well. Oh, cold. There isn't a coat big enough. I know, yeah. I'm just thinking of those like big Russian hats. I'd wear about three you, of them. You know when they've come back from Russia? Yeah. The last team you want to play is Leeds. I don't know. I wouldn't, the, I wouldn't oh, want to play no, like... Really? No, but really... Pep's Barcelona. Well, yeah, but... And that's not going to happen now, is it? I mean, like... What about San Marino? You'd want to play them, wouldn't you? Oh, you you would want to play them, yeah. I mean, like, (laughs) they're going to run at your loads. Ryan would want to see it happen because they've earned the right. I think they have. Uh, You'd want to run at your loads, They are where they are. Just getting off a a long flight, just Jamie Shackleton just pressing you all day. You're trying to get through security, you know, you're getting your duty freeze, Luke Ayling's shouting at you and stuff. They'll be knackered, though. They'll be shattered. They will be absolutely... Shattered. Oh, Leeds will, yeah. They can't run 20 kilometres a game for like Or we, maybe we've just underestimated and these athletes are really fit and healthy. And there's, uh, well, just, there's, there's, maybe a little bit different to us. I don't know. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> no, me. I run Sorry. Tw- I run Sorry, I, me. I'm a fucking absolute machine, mate. I'll go. I'll, honestly, mate, I go to gym. You're fucking Look at me schedule here. I'm, I'm the gym on the 11th. I'm back there again on the 14th. I finished the gym at 8. I'm back in the morning <laughs> on the 19th. You know, they haven't got me in the changing rooms at all. You know, so fuming about it. I've not been in for tea. I'm there again on the 21st. Uh, yeah, that's probably about time for us to wrap up part two and then we'll return for Ant to have a little go and his beloved merry-go-round. See you in a moment. My name is Simon Howarth. Welcome to Man Marking. We're asking, where's the talking, lads? Welcome back. And 
There are probably some people listening who are asking the question, will the merry-go-round ever stop turning? What do you say to those people? No, it doesn't stop turning. It does never it stop, stop turning. turning. It's a, a whirlwind well well ride. Particularly this time of year. Oh, of course. This time of year. Let's, uh, let's, let's hop aboard, Ant. Yeah, no, that's fine. I've written a few notes down. Uh, Bit of prep, lovely. Yeah, just to go back to, you know, obviously a recent incumbent to the job, um, Dean Smith, mm-hmm. unbeaten with Norwich, oh, which yeah. um, manager of the year. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, no, gotta be. Delia, Delia Smith was certainly enthused about it. <laughs> Time enthused. Ah, good cooking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. been a sort of food heavy episode. Yeah, this absolutely. She was asleep. Yeah, well, to blame her. Just have the appetite for it. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Uh, obviously, uh, we we all know Ralph Ranick has uh, taken up his post. Who's that? Uh, is it Ranick? Is that how we say it? I was, I, yeah, I was. Yeah, I thought I said it right. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I thought Ralph I got the bars. Some breaking one, news as well while we're recording. I've oh, just okay. seen it flash up that Michael Carrick will leave Manchester United. Or did we know that? Oh, no. No, 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 we didn't oh, know that. So, yeah. Interesting. Ralph's reckoning. Look at those breaking news on the... I mean, people will already know it by the time they listen to it, won't they? Ra- Ra- yeah, Ralph's anymore. reckoning. Might, might be asleep as we record. Like, oh, Got a good joke here. Ralph's reckoning it already. God. No, I already heard someone do a better one than that. Oh, did you? Unwreck it, Ralph. That's terrible. That's not that good because he's yeah. going to unwreck it. And the film is Wreck It, Ralph. Anyway. Um, yeah, so he's got a bit of a weird contract, hasn't he? Old Ralph. Where it's like he's interim manager and then he goes up to the boardroom for like two years. Yeah, and he goes. Fix all the stuff like, there. So, what's, oh, this is how you meant to do it. What's his role? Is he like director of football or is he. Because they've already got Dan and Fletcher there, technical director, sits on the bench. Yeah, but he'll be like. No one else is technical director, does he? He sits on the bench to prove he's not the other fellow who looks like him. No, that little guy looks like Ke- Phil Neville. Keevan McKenna. Yeah, Phil Neville. Yeah. Look, Darren's on the bench again. He's on the bench for Manchester United. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Ralph's got a bit of an interesting TV. Obviously, they're really well with uh, Red Bull uh, Leipzig. Oh, RB Leipzig, it's not Red Bull. Is it? Ration Bull Sport. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, and he won the Intertoto Cup in 2000, which did I think is really so. Did it, so really did so did your man Scott Parker? He won the Intertoto Cup with Newcastle. He did. And they say there's no hope. I I agree. Uh, Rafa, we've spoken about him, but I just wanted to say he is the favourite, heavily odds-on oh. favourite. To, to go um, so yeah we'll wait and see what Rafa's Christmas is going to be like he will not want to hear remember the remember when old, he got uh, let go by uh, Liverpool and they were all outside his house and he just came out and made them all a cup of tea no I don't Do remember, remember that, that? <laughs> obviously he lives in Coldy doesn't he he's got yeah, a house yeah. up there Evan fans don't know where he lives um, yeah. we know where you live didn't he put it? Didn't he put that bed sheet on the wrong house the wrong house yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very Everton that isn't it yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. So maybe he'll make them a, all a, a mince pie. I mean, ultimately, could make them a mince pie, couldn't he? Rafa's going to end up at Tranmere in some capacity one yeah, day, isn't he? Will he? Do, yeah. Like, he just loves the area. He loves the widow, mate. Oh. Just buy the, just buy the club, fix the <laughs> roof. You'll do it. I read something nice. Are you? Are there still people on this moment? I, I there is one more. There is one more. Oh, yeah, <laughs> one more's just been bumped off. Richie Wellens, who we said the other week. He's not, do, he's not done Wellens enough. No, no, he hasn't. Um, old Dickie Wellens is gone. Dickie. Uh, 13 points from 19 games. We did say they were in a bit of trouble. And yeah, it has, has been received fairly I'll be, I'll, well. Is it, is, he, is it a Wellens boot? <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Is he given the Wellens boot? The, the, like like a, a Wellington boot. Yeah, and he's gone 
Welland's tin boots. That would have been better, wouldn't it? Oh, um, I don't really care for Doncaster. I'll be completely honest with you. They are one of the most forgettable clubs in the country. Hey, Gary Souter, if you're listening, we apologise. It's not my view. It's Danny's. I like Gary Souter and I love James Coppinger. I love them both. But the club, I can, I can, you know, take it or leave it. Ralph said something. You know that. Oh, sorry. Can I just give you the one more fact? Oh, you got, I'm still on it. Yeah, I'm still, still on, on it. Still Get on back it. aboard. Oh, back aboard. Here we go. Come on. It's been managers sacked in many leagues around the world. Where's he going with this? Zero managers sacked in League One. Uh, League Un, sorry. Oh, League Un. League Un. No managers sacked. League Non. League, yeah. Yeah, good. Because yeah. there's no managers sacked. I like that. Yeah, good, yeah, good fact that, though. There's a lot of... Lot of non, non-sacked. Dross coming out. Non-sacked. Oh. Non. You, you, would, you wouldn't... Farmers League, though, innit? Well, yeah, exactly. Anyway, go on, what's Ralph said? So, I was having a little look into Ralph and about his <laughs> style of management. And he, Fucking like you're a PI or had, something. He had, he had a nice quote about how he deals with people, which I thought fitted in with the essence of this show and Excellent. what man Mark knew about. And he said, he cited that he went to a parental seminar about raising kids with love and consequence. And that influenced his relationship with people he works with in football. Apart from caring about the people, sometimes being consequent is beneficial. It's not only about the job, but also about the life after the job. I thought that's nice. Love and consequence. I don't know what sounds that means. like a veiled threat, point. doesn't it? Looks it? like a Jane Austen novel. It sounds a little bit like <laughs> love and consequence. <laughs> sounds like yeah, yeah, it do, yeah. It does a little bit, yeah. Dame Judy Dench stars. I'm not entirely sure I know what it means. Sometimes being consequent is beneficial. I think what he means is, is like I can show you love and affection, but I also need to show you boundaries. Ah, You need to learn exactly. Yeah, I need to. Sometimes I have to rein you in, but other times, you know, give you a little bit, I'll get a little bit back. You need to learn to to love yourself, Uh, but also know to shut the fuck up when (laughs) I've got something important to say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which is constantly. Yeah. Um. Is there anyone else on this on the merry go round? Uh, no, no, there isn't. No. Do, do you all having um, a great time? Do you? Uh, I'd like you at some point, Ant, to uh, to to furnish us with some some stats at some point. I would be interested to know at some point during the season mm. what is the period of the year where most managers get sacked. I just I'd just be interested to know. Yeah, it would be yeah, it feels I, like a, a bit of a I reckon, a, I, feel, I reckon the start and this I, period would be the biggest one. Yeah, and I reckon maybe end of October into November. March time you get a few panic ones, don't you? You yeah, you get you'd also get people going seasons are right off. Do you want to be sacked around Christmas if you're a Premier League football manager? Payoffs good. They always want to give them the window, don't they? New manager gets the window. Yeah, or international break, probably around international breaks. The other thing as well is if you get sacked in the winter period around Christmas, you don't have to get up for training cold. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I thought you were just going to go, you don't have to get up, stay in bed all day depressed. No. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do any 4-4-2s today. Well, I was just thinking like, Getting up at the moment, I mean, it's, it's actually all right for us because Soph knows how to use the timer on the boiler. I don't know how to use it. So it comes on oh, in right, the morning. Okay. So the heating is or is on about 10 minutes before my alarm goes off. So it's it's nicely toasty when we wake up, which is nice. But when I go downstairs to let the dog out for a wee, it oh, a bit of chill when I open that door. And I'm thinking, if I had to open that door and think, I've got to go and try and get fucking these little pricks getting paid loads of fucking money I've got to get them to run around the pitch and then we've got to go to fucking Moscow tonight (laughs) and then you think but your other option is yeah but you must must go there I I got sacked 
Mm. And now I'm a millionaire, like Ryan's going to be. Mm. Yeah. I can have oh, another. We'll all be. I'll we'll all, yeah. We can have another one of Aunt Mint's pies. Mm. I can pop the fire on and watch a bit of Sex Life. I'm, I'm picturing you like opening the door and you're like blustery winds can't keep you dressing gown. <laughs> and your dignity is the dog runs. Mate, I don't wear a dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, uh, yeah, I think that's probably time for us to wrap up, chaps. Thank you very much. And you can uh, p- unplug the merry-go-round for for for, oh. for a week. No, just let it roll. Just carries on. Yeah, They're having a great roll. time. Is it run on solar power? Gerard, Gerard, Gerard faced a bit of a bump the other day, but he's okay. He's fine. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, I uh, uh, said last week that our episodes on Monday was our archive episode was going to be with Neville Southall, and I completely forgot to upload it. <sighs> I, I wondered knew. what happened. Yeah, I forgot. Talked enough about Everton enough tonight for it, it will, to be Monday. Well, this is exactly what I'm thinking. So I'm now going to say what I said last week, this week, that we're back on Monday with another interview from our archive with none other than Everton legend Neville Southall. Mm. Let's, for, pre, let's pretend I didn't forget last week. Good guy, Nev as well. Yeah, Do you know a, what? Brilliant. Like he was. Um, He's very, very forthcoming with a lot of information about the club and like what it was like yeah, about a, his career and a lot of talk, uh, lot of talk. What a player! Oh mate, some I think of the stuff he did was just ridiculous. Just Google, just Google Neville. No, in fact, don't Google. Put it in YouTube. There's this new thing called YouTube. Save against yeah. Just <laughs> pop it in there and just put Neville Southall saves. Is it save against Sheffield Wednesday? Oh, good God, <sighs> good God! Filthy. Just, shouldn't, shouldn't be allowed to move that. You're just sitting there the whole time going. How has a man with a moustache like that done that? Do you know what I mean? Maybe it is the moustache that gives him power. Well, yeah. Like um, Samson. Mm. We've done this before. Yeah. Let's um, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can do on Twitter. It's at Mark underscore man. And you can use the hashtag. Where's the talking lads? Oh, I'm going to finish up. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. You can hide, you can hide, you can hide, you can hide.